Hey gang, JD here. This episode of Nocturne by Night is brought to you by Negative 2 Charisma. Check out all of our other live content on Tuesdays and Thursdays only at twitch.tv forward slash negative 2 charisma. Much of the background audio for this episode was brought to you again by Tabletop Audio. Tabletop Audio is the premier user-supported audio streaming platform to enhance any virtual or at-home gaming experience. Head to Tabletop Audio and add some ambience to your games. Urban Shadows, of course, is a role-playing game created by Magpie Games. Magpie Games has a ton of interesting and unique systems for you to check out. Head over to magpiegames.com and get your game on. As always, our special guest MC for this series is Soul from Soul's Rolls. Check out Soul all over the internet by following the links in the show notes or at soulsrolls.com. Now let's head over to Soul, who is stepping us into our next episode of Nocturne by Night. We hope you enjoy. my prerogative at the start of a session of Urban Shadows. I have the option to provoke you people, and I'm going to do that. You guys have been hitting the hitting the streets pretty hard, tapping a lot of information, pulling favors. A lot of stuff that we're talking about really focuses on the immediate moment, but there's stuff that's going on in the backgrounds that we don't touch on. You know, calls here, messages sent, emails, dead drops, things like that. I want to I wanna actually go back to our start of session move. Do you guys remember that one when we did session one? Is it the, the rumors? It is the rumors, yeah. So amidst all of this, uh, I'm going to have you guys add a little bit more stuff to the pot. I want each of you to give me a start of session move. Do you guys have the um, the basic move sheet pulled up that I gave you at the, the start there? Yes, nope. sir. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and pull those wow. up. To you. You're going to use them throughout the whole damn thing. So at the top. Of I, just it, my, I just have my character sheet up. While we're waiting on him, uh, at the beginning of every session, announce which character your character trusts the least. That player, the one that you've targeted as the one that you trust the least, they're going to spotlight the faction for your character that is not already marked. And then... You tell me a rumor about that faction that you know, some conflict or something deep in the shadows that is pertinent or maybe is a lead up to something else. This is a way for us as players to kind of contribute to the story and give us the lead in on the next one. This particular arc is not quite coming to a close, but I want a little bit of lead time and some threads to play with for what we're doing in the next one. Uh, Since JD is running behind, why don't we go ahead and focus on, well, Hayes, you got the cool dice. Yeah, it's it's Vinny, by the way. Vinny here. So I, I had to choose the person I trust the least. Yeah, and keep in mind, a lot may have changed since that first session. Uh, you're currently in an oath of vengeance with, uh, I think it's actually with Giannis that, uh, that we finished out on that last one. You two had an intimacy moment, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because um, I demanded a pro... Um... When you share a moment of intimacy, demand a promise from them. If they refuse you or break your promise, they owe you two debts. Yeah, and you swore vengeance on the people that attacked your home and attacked the guests that were with you. And Giannis said, yeah, I'm about that. Whatever is going on, we're going to take care of this together. You guys had a bonding moment, so I don't know how your feelings are with Giannis, how things are with Terrence. Yeah, announce which of the other characters you trust the least. 
Well, after seeing uh, Terrence messing around with that horrible, horrible substance, what was that? Cold steel, I believe. Cold iron, yeah. Cold iron, that's it. Man, what are you doing? Something like that? I mean, I get it. Protect yourself, but no, no, you don't. That's not easy to get either. So, I, uh, I don't like. I don't trust a guy that's got a cold iron hookup. So, in that case, Terrence, you tell Vinny what faction is most interesting. Now, Vinny, you've got a couple factions marked, yeah? I think you got like two. Uh, no, I leveled up, so I don't have uh, any cleared, right now. You cleared them all? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking about Giannis, I think. The, the last one was uh, was power because we went to go see the wizard. <laughs> yeah, but you should also have wild because you, you called Tony. That's true. Ah, uh, that's right. Okay, yeah, Tony. All right, so I've got, I've got one then. It would be wild. Okay, so that means Terrence can pick anything but wild to highlight. Well, I heard that with the uh, the conflict between the uh, the vampires and the werewolves, that there was a wizard clan that was uh, cleaning up pretty well for themselves, selling arms to both sides, magical artifacts. So power is interesting. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Vinny, tell me something about these uh, wizards from power that are clearing up and cleaning up on some artifacts. What's the rumor? What's the conflict? I heard that they actually have some items of questionable origin, specifically Fae. Specifically, fey items are turning up that should not be turning up. Are we talking about like armaments? Or are we talking about like mementos, like that uh, that oh, glorious we're painting? We're talking about powerful enchantments, and you know these these are weapons of war, but they're not supposed to be out of the hands of the fey. We actually strictly control the movements of those items, so it's very confusing and very frustrating to know that the wizards are getting the hands on them. So now you get to roll with power. Let's see. So would that be? Just, uh, okay, so power is plus one. Ah, uh, that's an 11. Well, damn, okay. You are, in fact, prepared for this conflict. You've got a debt on someone in that faction or a useful piece of information or equipment. Your choice. So you tell me, debt, info, or equipment? I'm gonna go with equipment. What do you got? So what I have is actually, um, it, it, I keep it right behind my pocket square. It's a little coin, but it it's, uh, looks like it's sort of a metal that's made out of woven vines and, and that sort of thing. And almost like Celtic Nadi, and, 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 but it's very simple. When it's next to another Fey artifact of power, it gives me a little, little, little vibration there. All right. I like that. That's really cool. So you've got something that speaks to other Fey artifacts. It gives you a little bit of a buzz, maybe a little bit of jolt. Yeah, so if I'm talking to somebody that, uh, you know, is not Faye and they uh, they happen to be holding something, it's just going to give me a little, uh, little how you do. These coins are putting me out of work, by the way. <laughs> I think that's, uh, I think that's cool. We're probably going to play into that a little bit. You might get like a hold or a forward on that, on, uh, on involving that artifact. That's cool. So let's bounce to, um, let's bounce to Terrence. Who do you trust the least? Well, this uh, this outburst from Vinny, this, this this supernatural powers yelling in the street, uh, swearing, swearing. Oh, it was very dramatic, very dramatic. Smashing uh, people with asphalt. Yes, yes. It doesn't seem doesn't seem like a very good way to conduct oneself. Um, those fey are strange to begin with, but this, these emotional outbursts are concerning. Vinny, what uh, faction do you want to highlight for Terrence? Terrence, do you have any factions already highlighted? Uh, right now, it's only night. Everything but night is game. So I need a rumor from any other 
any other faction. Yeah, you just tell Terrence what's interesting. Terrence can come up with a rumor. You can collaborate on it, however it goes. All you do is you pick the faction. Okay. We're running the power thing, so yeah, yeah. Power. All right. Another clan of these wizards have been uh, collaborating with the mortal hunters as they've gotten wind of the conflict between uh, between the vampires and the werewolves, and they figure it might be a good time to push some of them out, you know, reclaim a bit of territory, strike back. Okay, so the power and mortal factions are collaborating against Knight. That's a very interesting rumor. Of course, being a veteran and being part of mortal faction, you're tapped into all that information. So that makes sense. I like it. Go ahead and roll with power and see where you're at position-wise. See if you've got some ideas, some knowledge, or maybe some equipment. That's an 11 uh, plus one from power. Yeah, 12. Yeah, okay. Same with you. You're prepared for the conflict that you've laid out. You've either got a debt on someone in that faction, power, or a useful piece of information, or a useful piece of equipment. What do you choose? And the equipment is kind of tempting. Yeah. But you're also kind of an information broker. Yeah. Um, so Terrence has got a line on this, like <laughs> the trade going on between the two. He's managed okay. to get him so he get his hands on a little uh, little bit of that action for himself, and he's got himself uh, a um, it's a vest, a very simple vest, not a bulletproof vest or anything, just an embroidered vest that uh, gives him a little heads up when anybody's targeting him with magic. Ooh, I like that. And the mortals need every edge they can get. You got a magic detecting vest. Specifically, you know, being being targeted by. Okay, I'm starting to feel a bit attacked now. <laughs> Speaking of feeling attacked, uh, what about you? Who do you trust the least? Their young. Well, I just want to point out how quickly these tables have turned. You know, now my powers of premonition, when we are under fire, uh, are suddenly now everyone trusts Jonas. But uh, you know, before it was creepy and weird, right? So, <laughs> eat it, number one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, I would say at this moment, I, I would have to go with Vinny, is is who I trust the least. They, you know, he did tell me he was going to keep me safe in, in this house of his, and we were there for all of two minutes before we started to get fired upon. And, you know, of course, these uh, these these creatures, you know, I don't, I, I, I do not 100% trust them. They are always making moves in the shadows, I, and I feel that Vinny is a part of it, and he just doesn't tell me. I would say, as far as rumors that I've heard, I, I will go with Mortal for this one. Is Mortal uh, marked for Vinny? I don't think uh, so. No, it's not. Mark it. See? And so I'm, I mark power too from the last one, so cool. Yeah, see how nice I am to you? Hey, you know, yeah, 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 you're all right. You're all right, kid. I will say that when I spoke with Lemmy earlier, we were not the only ones who attacked around town. There was quite a few. The instance with Pete and Terrence was happened everywhere. Many, many young, these mercenary types, these hunters, tried to go out and, and take out some of the veterans. It did not go well for many of the hunters. Uh, but in some instances, a few key players were, were ambushed and taken out in, in bigger groups. So, uh, yeah, there seems to be some sort of upheaval there. Okay, okay. So that's aimed at Vinny, correct? Yeah, that yeah. was me. Okay, Vinny, tell me a little bit more about this rumor. Oh, sorry, I just like did the whole thing. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, I love the prompt there and that uh, Vinny's already kind of had to do a little bit of heavy lifting already. So 
giving him a boost. That's cool. I love it. He no. needs it. Have you seen those little arms of his? That's very hurtful. <laughs> Maybe you should do uh, a couple shots of Sambuku. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll do that. So uh, it's happened in, in a couple different places, and uh, what the Fae know, because this is starting, this is really starting to get to us, that a lot of these people were hunters on the search for Fae artifacts. So quite a few people had different artifacts on them and vague descriptions, so they just kind of went nuts that same night. It was kind of a coordinated sweep the town, find what we got, and get out of there. Uh, I I don't know how much they found. Uh, because you know, I don't. I'm, I only know my own, uh, my own segment. I don't know what the other, what the other courts are doing. But um, it was a grand sweep. It was a shakedown for for magic items. Okay. So give me a roll with more. See how that turns out for. Yeah, it's a twelve. Fuck all y'all. Jesus. Hey, I didn't <laughs> do anything. The yeah, dice tell yeah, me what yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. That's it. All right. So same as before. Um, you know, you got a debt, you know someone, you got a piece of information. What is it this time with mortal? I think this would, I, I think having some information would be useful this time. Okay. So what do you know? I don't know who's taking it, but I do know a couple places that they are potentially being stored. Where? There's uh, one main uh, warehouse at the docks that it's sort of like a, um, a little bit of an underground market. If you're a little bit of a physical black market, they don't let you in, but there's a lot of dealings that usually happen. There's like spaces, for lack of a better term, that you rent out in the back, whether, you know, for safekeeping. And uh, the guy that runs the place kind of keeps it tidy. So there's a good rumor that some of them are there. And then they're thinking that some of them are actually uh, buried over in the side of the cemetery that they got. They've been seeing lowering caskets into the ground in newer plots. So uh, that's the other. There's two potential places that they're thinking that uh, they might be stashing these things. All right. So all of this bubbles up while you guys are reaching out, contacting people, dragging in favors, dragging Lemmy in, chasing down mice and cheese and queso and mousa. Yes. I do have uh, one other thing I need to do. Yeah. Which is my foretelling. Yep, I was gonna, I was gonna get to that, but thank you for okay. jumping on it. Well, yeah, well, you know, take take your time. No, 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 no. I love that. Go ahead and throw it now. This is a great place. You're, great you're, place you're not going to like this, but it is an eleven, so that is good for me, and I get to hold two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us again exactly what foretelling says. No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna hold uh, two. No, it is. Uh... I mean, you, can, uh, you can tell me to go fuck myself. No, no. We'll just keep that no, between it's... you and me. <laughs> Uh, it's at the beginning of the session, roll with spirit. Uh-huh. On a 10 plus, hold two. On a seven to nine, hold one. During the session, you can spend your hold to declare that something terrible is about to happen. You and your allies take plus one ongoing to avoid the impending disaster. On a miss, you foresee the death of someone important to you and take negative one to all rolls to prevent it. Nice. So you got some, some big dice there. Mm. Does anyone else have a beginning of session move? No. Don't think veteran has any... Uh moves to start off no now yeah, keep in mind laid plans one is not a session starter that's just whenever we make plans nice and it is still ongoing right mm. oh yeah yeah There's, this plan is still in effect you guys are still gonna have pistol pete bust in the place the uh felt pimento and shoot up i don't want to say it i don't say it uh, uh, i don't want to do it. 
do it. Fine, it's Romano Moroni <laughs> and Michael Provolone. <laughs> it wasn't that hard, now was it? It was. Those are both hard cheeses. Well, the provolone's not really, but it's firm. It's firm. May it's firm not become one of our things that we say. <laughs> the wiser cheese gets, the harder it usually gets. So it's okay. Uh, we're just we're gonna avoid that, and just, that never happened. Y'all are terrible. Um, no, but the reason why I ask these sorts of like beginning session moves, we do pick up uh, move sets from other character sheets other playbooks so even though the, the fey or the veteran may not begin with any it's not impossible for you to pick them up and your job as players is to keep track of your shit and not mine i Fair like much. being surprised by it like this is one of those games that there's a lot going on i want you guys to be like ah but wait i'm screwing you i'm like oh well fuck okay fine let's go uh that said i do know that uh vinny has got some really cool stuff going on with fey powers and the fact that if someone owes you a debt, you can leverage that in some really great ways. Oh yeah, I'm stacking. <laughs> yeah, I also know that you are, what, one away from another advance? Is that right? That is true. All I need is uh, some night, so... Uh... How about we go ahead and zoom in on Vinny then? You guys, last we left off, where... Exactly where were you, Vinny? Uh, we were... Had we made it to the club yet? No, I think we've... Yeah, well, we it just left Lemmy's. You were at Lemmy's, wrapping up, and there was a great... Okay. There was a great cutscene. Uh, Lemmy said, Oh, I'm going to fuck it up. Oh, uh, but you're going <laughs> to love it. They're going to love it. Actually, I, I think that we were at um, the Terrence's... Oh, that's... Because right. uh, you saw yep. the cold steel there, and... Uh, you that's are right. Not, My apologies. Uh, you know, someone has to run this game. That's sure as fuck not me. You guys are the assholes in charge. Uh, yeah, so uh, I still, you know, yeah, and, uh, feeling some type of way towards uh, towards the accountant over here. So uh, what, what, we, uh, we done making uh, nukes over here or are we going to uh, get the show on the road? Oh, just, just applying the finishing touches, Vincent. Can't rush art now. Oh, yeah, art. Uh, He's got like the blade on the end of the set of brass knuckles. He's holding up to a grinder, sparks flying away from it. Fucking A. Yeah, this, this, this hand custom made uh, Indochino uh, suit is art. That's a, uh, that's a bastardization of nature. Are you really so low class that you'd be wearing an Indochino? That's the first, it's the first one that came to, you know, f f uh, Ralph Lauren. How about that? We'll do there we go. There we go. Like, as a guy that wears a bunch of suits in my life, like, Indochino is not bad, but but you're a cut above that. Come on. Yeah, yeah so like I said, it's the yeah. first one that came to mind. Dan, so is he speaking fair again? I, I have not understood the last uh, five or six words <laughs> that have come out of his mouth. <laughs> I assumed he was casting a spell. And now you're his. God, <laughs> so long. Thank you. <laughs> Bette Midler lives in my heart forever. Okay, let's rock. <laughs> so Terrence holds up the uh, the brass knuckles towards Jonas, kind of holds it up to the light and examines it for a sec, blows some dust off, polishes it with a cloth, and holds it out. One size fits all, hmm? Oh, well, well uh, thank you. Yeah, so what do I do? Do I th throw it at them? Uh, is this like a boomerang? Like... Like a glove, Jonas, like a glove. Oh, yes. this is where my hands go? <laughs> this feels like it will hurt me. Will it 
you, I, I do believe you've got it backwards. Oh, oh. so okay. Well, thank you very much. I, I, um, I hope not to have to do anything with this. I couldn't just get a gun, huh? That seems easier. Just kind of point and click. I had no idea you had such a predilection towards firearms, Jonas. Well, <laughs> that's so impersonal, though, isn't it? Yes, which is sort of my favorite part about them. <laughs> Would I I, I? I? I seem to work better anonymously. This sort of being out in the open is uh, a little frightening. Jonas doesn't have a firearm off the bat, eh? No, no, no. I had a computer. And so, so for my workspace, I've got <laughs> mystic artifacts, medical station, and machining tools. Are, are machining tools enough to produce an entire firearm? To do, would, would, would Terrence have a stash of, of weapons on hand? Officially, no. Unofficially, yeah, you can, you can make a fucking firearm in a machine shop in a heartbeat. Not as a person that was raised in a machine shop, do I say that, from experience. Uh, off topic, my family did Do you have machine. a 3D printer? Oh, shit. <laughs> Do you know what a bump stock is? Uh, and now we're banned from Twitter forever. Oh, there, oh, there it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, um, yeah, you can, with a machine shop, you can create a, a firearm. For the record, I actually have no idea what the bump stock is. Good. In and out of character. I have no idea. I can't say Good. the same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit, they're Canadian and I know what a bump stock is. Come on. <laughs> we'll just move from there. Uh <laughs> No, uh, yeah, you can you can produce a, a pistol, a gun, etc. Uh, walk me through exactly how the workshop works again. I know we touched on this last time, and I do have the information in front of me. This is kind of one of those object lesson type things. Yes, I'm being an asshole. Yeah, I know. Uh, for the workspace rules, uh, right? So when someone goes to their workspace to accomplish something, the MC uses these rules to decide how they accomplish the goal. The MC tells the player, "Sure, no problem, but," and then one to four of the following. It's going to take, you want me to list all these off? There's a few here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's going to take you hours, days, weeks, months of work or recovery. First, you'll have to summon, build, construct. You'll require the services of blank to complete it. You require a rare and expensive ingredient or material. It will only work for a short time and may be unreliable. It's going to mean exposing anyone nearby to serious fallout. Your workspace lacks, lacks blank. Add this and you'll be able to complete it. It will require a part of yourself to complete, or you must journey to blank in order to complete it. A lot of different really crazy options there. Yeah. The the two that I can see is one, it will either take hours to create a pistol, or two, the pistol created will be of limited temporary use. Uh, you can create something that is quick and easy, and it might fire once or twice before breaking in I mean, you can probably knock that together in about 15 minutes if someone wants to hold their horses. Or you can create an actual, like, gun, but it's going to take hours, probably the rest of the night. So those are your options. What do you want to choose? Or you guys can just go to a pawn shop, drop a couple of cash, and, I mean, do what anyone like, else is Like doing. how many couples of cash? Like seven human dollars, or...? <laughs> <laughs> That's... The thing with uh, the thing with Urban Shadows is we assume people have enough money to get by. I think that every one of our characters playing has enough uh, enough spare cash to pick up a pistol at a pawn shop. They're not that expensive. Where they get you is the ammo. <sighs> you know, I I would say that uh, Jonas probably has some gold 
like actual gold, but it is probably buried in several different locations. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that. Yeah, mm. you do seem like the gold type. Yeah. Listen, this is paper money they give you. It's not backed by anything. It is just words and promises of shadow organizations. So, you know, gold is the only true standard. Um, or cold steel if you've got enough. So, uh, no, I no, I think that's okay. I don't, I don't, I, I, I think we have enough pistols here that uh, hopefully I can just play lookout. Okay. I, I will try to look tough. This is the least tough, like, looking group in urban shadows i've ever seen i love you all dearly but you're you're a bunch of a podcaster and accountant well no but you're a mobster i guess a, a mobster wearing a lilac suit bemoaning the loss of the painting of his great-grandmother while i will point this out while his mother's portrait lies within his den of iniquity with mirrors on the ceiling we're just gonna let that roll I don't, I don't is, see what your problem is. A... is. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you trying to get at? <laughs> okay, what I'm trying to get at here is if for whatever weird-ass reason Vinny is in fact the hardest gangster around, I really want you to text me in a DM, because this does not belong in a podcast, how <laughs> is the hardest gangster with that picture in his love den? That's all I'm saying. Well, I was not worried about the bullets, that's for sure. Uh, it's so, not facing um, the bed. <laughs> so, uh, by, by the way, uh, so thank you for this, um, Terrence. How did it go with uh, Peter? <laughs> we had a most productive conversation. <laughs> well, yes. you would, you know. Asking is sort of a courtesy for me. I don't think he'll be giving us any issues, and, and, and Vincent should be ensuring his cooperation, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. While while Terrence is talking, he's uh back at the machining tools. He's uh putting together like a shitty little zip gun for for Jonas, and uh, loading up some cold steel buckshot rounds for like a for like a single shot. So you're basically making a cold steel derringer. You're taking the quick option. It'll fire once, maybe twice. Maybe in his hand. Wow. Okay. You know. <laughs> All right, so Something that's terrible. It's about to happen. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, need... no. I'll, I'll okay. wait till I wait till just before I fire. <laughs> I don't need foretelling Jonas to see that leading you into the situation armed with nothing more than your suspicions will end poorly. Hmm? That that is fair. Uh, so um, we have this map, and I and I take the map, and I, the, which is the back of a show flyer, uh, crudely drawn of the felt pimento. Um, who drew that map? You, Terrence. Lemmy. It is... Lemmy strikes me as the type of guy that's actually, like, maybe he was, like, a tattoo apprentice. He probably doesn't have a shitty, like, hand, does he? No, I don't think so. Yeah, but he's okay. probably... He's probably done his fair share of uh, airbrushing. That's and, probably uh, a you fucking know, tag art. Map. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's... And it's... So it's fairly... It's fairly accurate we'll say to scale i don't i don't know how i don't think he took a ton of time to really put a, a lot of detail into it but we'll say it's accurate as far as scale goes uh from what he knows and i will hand this to terence so what what do you think uh terence takes the map and pushes his glasses up his nose and examines it closely um what was that uh, that move about uh place of power examining the place of power 
That is an option, yeah. Under faction moves, you'll see investigate a place of power. Investigate yeah. is pretty pretty wide. It doesn't tell you what investigating means. Having a map can give you some ideas. Having like a, a social networking can give you ideas. Dowsing rods can give you ideas. So if you can tell me how Terence investigates a place of power for wild, I so, will, I'll definitely give that to you, especially if we're starting to go down like tax records, etc. That can that can tell you a lot about a place. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Between between his knowledge from like the blueprints and the records he'd be able to pull and look at, and his knowledge of how seedier uh, establishments would operate through through his connections, um, he'd be able to get a pretty good breakdown. You'd think of uh, how this place would work inside, where where extra security might be hiding out unofficial ways in, delivery doors, stuff like that. Okay. So when you investigate a place of power, you roll with the faction that owns it. In this case, that's wild. And if you score a 10 or greater, this is one of those that's kind of shit. Um, you have to roll really high for it to do anything. On a 10 or greater, you can ask me one question about the schemes and politics of the faction in question in regards to that place of power. It may not give you anything on the actual place, but it tells you where it slots in into that bigger world. Now, have you already marked wild? I have not. This would be a good roll then. Oh, well, actually, um, from giving Terrence that zip gun, I get to mark mortality from the artisan feature. So yeah, wild would be an advantage. Do you? Yeah, let's, let's do it, yeah. Hey. Yeah, art with artisan, a uh, true artist. When you create something for someone using your workspace, mark their oh, okay. faction. Yes, uh, but I am not mortal. Oh, are you not mortal? No. Oh, you're powered. That's right. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So close. Yeah. I know I come off as a mortal, but... Uh... Is she immortal and whatnot? But you mm. have power, that's right. Do you want me to be a generous god, Xerxes style? It's okay. It's it's Xerxes okay. style. I'm there, not... there is a, a move I can take, I think, that lets me pick two factions, but I, I, I have not taken it. The reason why I ask is that move is ambiguous enough. If you make something for yourself, you count as mortal, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just um, saying. Didn't you yeah, make yeah. some? Uh, didn't you make some Canucks for yourself, or did you give them to someone else? I was going to give the uh, the brass knuckles to all whoever wanted them. Um, Terrence has that nice magnum. He could make some uh, make some rounds for it. Some cold steel rounds. For the sake of the game, we're going to say, yeah, that, that definitely counts. You're mortal. Cool. You're making nice, cold nice. steel rounds for yourself. Go ahead and mark that. It is going to cost you, though. You're really scraping the bottom of the barrel on cold steel. You're going to owe a debt to your uh, your supplier. Who's your supplier for cold steel? Uh, cold anything iron. of that nature. I mean, I mean, the Fae wouldn't really trade in it. I'd say that'd probably be coming through the wizards. And that's kind of their kind of their uh, wheelhouse, right? Artifacts, okay. magic, strange stuff. So who's who's your wizard that gives you uh, cold iron? I just, just goes by fingers. Likes to waggle his fingers and say abracadabra a lot of shit. Giggles after. Gets a real laugh out of messing with people. Don't really know his name. Just fingers. All right. So you got a malicious, capricious fingers, wizard maybe. named Fingers. Uh, owe a debt to them for additional cold iron, cold steel. And go ahead, mark mortality for equipping yourself with some ammunition and go ahead and make that roll that we had set you up for. 
By the way, with my new sound setup, if there's like too much background noise coming through, please, love of God, let me know. Oh, you're doing great, bud. That's you're, you're fantastic. Oh my God. You're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. I was rolling with power, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, so that's a, that's a 13 altogether? That was, it was double sixes. This is unbelievable. Box cars. All right. <laughs> Bruh. We are this, you know, but you know that this just means we are going to get our asses handed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's over. We've used yeah, up all of just, our luck. Yeah, this yeah. is like this is like the perception checks before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I check for traps. Natural 20s. There are no traps. Uh, <laughs> I check again. Another. Oh, sorry, this is this is rolling with wild, not power, right? Uh, you're telling me. What are we doing? Was it, we, were, we were doing the uh, investigate place of power for the place owned by the Fae. As I recall, that, yeah, that sounds okay. like what you were doing. Yeah. yeah, 12, not 13. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's still a boxcar. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can ask me one fucking question about this place of powers, politics, schemes, etc. with uh, Wild. So hit me. What do you want? So, has there, I want to know if there's been any incidents there in recent history which would lead to them having increased security, extra bodies on, on the scene. Um, Anything which would be calling for them being more prepared than a place like that normally would be for trouble. The way I'm interpreting this is you're seeing the reality underneath with the velvet pimento, right? Yeah, you're looking at like the the tensions and the various stresses that the wild have in this location, trying to figure out, are there any threats? Are there any dangers that you don't know about? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And that's going to inform you on to how they would handle any sorts of provocations. You're going to level against it. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Cool. So here's what you know. Bouncing back to the start of session one, uh, one of the big key elements, one of the big key rumors was there's a territory grab going on, right? Yeah. Do we remember that? Yeah. Mm hmm. Who was involved with that? Vampires so. and Vevels. Yeah. So Knight. Knight is being screened for. There are actually some interesting wards up around the Velvet Pimento. They are narrow. They're very specific. They're calibrated towards those particular uh, creepy crawlies, those particular spooks. Vampires and werewolves that go into the Velvet Pimento, they're, I don't want to say denatured, but they're definitely watered down. Outside of that... There's the standard security, you know, mortal security, which no one cares about. Uh, those of you who are mortal, feel free to be offended. Uh, flip me <laughs> off if you'd like. But no, uh, outside of that, yeah, the, the Velvet Pimento, they're really calibrating their wards right now to a particular fence organization, which is also leaving them open on non-werewolf, non-vampire, non-knight areas, which is fucking great for y'all. Because not a one of you is part of night, right? Right. Precisely. Fantastic. So that's what you know. That's the information you dig up. That is the good good that you get. Did you just advance? Uh, marking wild? Yeah, that would be an advance. All right, clear your uh, factions and then pick your advancement. I know the last one you picked was a little bit meh, like you picked just mm-hmm. a, a bump on a stat. Yeah, the plus one to mind. I would encourage you to pick something more exciting. If you need some time for that, I'm going to give you a little bit of time away and we're going to focus on some of the other characters. Is that okay? 
Uh, I think I got it figured out, actually. Oh, shit. Okay, hit me. Uh, I'm just going to go with a uh, gun to a knife fight. What's that do? So when you unleash on someone by seriously escalating the conflict, you roll with mind instead of blood. I feel set up. I feel run amok. <laughs> I feel like you backed me into a corner with that one, and I respect the hell out of that. Congratulations. Nicely. <laughs> Damn power gamers. I mean, that's what you're doing. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, back out a little bit. Who is in charge of planning? That's that's you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Terrence is the one uh, drawing the plans together. All right. So give me a top-down view from Terrence's perspective of what is going to be kicking off next or should be kicking off next so that we can center the action on someone else. But I want to see... I want to I want to back out and get that brains on it. So feel free to add in and jump in here and correct me if I get this wrong, gentlemen, but I think I got a pretty good understanding of what we decided last time. Okay. The first move would probably be getting uh, Pistol Pete to meet up with Vinny so that Vinny can... Uh, with that, um, with like a berserker charm on him, was that the? Oh yeah, that was. Um, I could put him in any emotional state that I choose. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! The the MC has not heard of this. This is terrifying. Thank I you. didn't. Uh, oh, that's right. We did this planning secretly. But yeah. Right. Yeah. So so Pistol Pete is going to be one hell of a distraction coming through the front. Uh, I'm assuming this place has plate glass windows. Maybe that would be his means of egress. I don't know. Probably not going to be thinking too far ahead. Uh, this should cause enough of an upset that either those guys that were after, Provolone and, um... Oh, you're gonna make me say it again, aren't you? For some reason. <laughs> you know it. What was the surname? Tony Provolone. There's Provolone and, uh, for some reason this one always escapes oh, come me. Come on, I, I don't know why this is so difficult. It is <laughs> Michael Provolone. Like Michael Corleone. Mm -hmm. You see? Uh, you see this? See how clever mm -hmm. I am? Yeah, and yeah. So, I don't know why this is so hot. <laughs> I just love uh, hearing and, you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Romano Moroni. Romano Moroni. Romano Moroni. Yeah. So hopefully they will either take flight out to the back at the, as trouble starts, or there'll be enough of an upset going on that we'll be able to uh, snatch them up. Maybe get some questions answered. I'd say that's that's pretty much the bones of the plan. Yeah. Did I miss any steps? I think so. As far as we had, you missed one big step. Hmm. And this one kicks back to uh, Giannis. Yeah. You had a vision. Indeed. About Pistol Pete. Yeah. Where does he die? So, you know, this is confusing because I, I have never been to Ziefeld Pimento. Doesn't matter. But I, I, and I, I've been trying to think about it because I, and, and, and I think perhaps this is where my visions have been going a little haywire by whatever is causing this. It is clearly an alleyway. Uh, the street is in the background. There is a dumpster that was perhaps green, uh, sort of tinged with uh, rust now. Uh, one of those yellow plastic tops to it uh, that is open. It is wet, the street. There is a sign that is blinking red, but I cannot, I cannot see it. I cannot read it in, in the vision. And the face of the man who kills him is still a blur to me. Uh, it is all, it is very dark. Um, uh, but he is very clearly shot with his own pistol, by the way. Pistol day. Pete is shot with his own pistol. Yeah, which will cement his legacy for all time. <laughs> I mean, as you do, as you do. I like it. Uh, I see uh, in the future, some sort of punk rock band will make a song about the, the death of Pistol Pete by Pistol. 
Ah, punk just hasn't been the same. But that's no. okay. But yeah, so that that is that is what I know. And I would like to just take a, a step back here. We've had some good pass around with visions and ideas and plans and plots. But there's a lot going on here. As an MC, it can be very easy for me to miss something. Does anyone have anything they would like to do as an early move? as a reaction to someone else's moves, anything that I would like to, you know, kind of step back and, and make space for. Uh, I don't think I have a move, me personally. I think everyone is doing so well I, that perhaps I should maybe hit the streets and see if I can find us a way into, because what we are missing here is a very clear and precise way into the back of this establishment, which is, I think, what we were going for. We wanted to set off the uh, fire alarm. Originally, I thought uh, perhaps I could find a Spectre friend of mine to assist with this, but... There are some really good reasons for Spectres to be cheesed the fuck off right now. Mm. Uh, however, there are some wards I have just learned against Night. Yeah? Or is that particularly vampires and werewolves? Specifically vampires and werewolves, yes. Spectres might be able to slip through it, and right now, based on the lore that you guys have just given me, there are graves being dug and... Uh, artifacts being dumped into those cemeteries with no bodies attached. This is kind of a kind of a desecration of some holy areas. The spectre activity is always really high in Nocturne, and if you start screwing with that sort of thing, you're going to get some seriously pissed off, seriously powerful specters. It's not a bad thing to lean on. Do you want to pull? Do you want to pull Knight? Try and get something to get you that back entry access, and I don't yeah, ever yeah. say that again. So, yeah, so uh, let's say I know of one of these powerful specters. I I will say that of all the night faction, I am closest with the specters because they are they go places unseen, right? So they are a good source of information for me. It is often outweighed by the fact that the vampires and the werewolves are often ticked off at me. But, you know, they are a little more aggressive. The specters are more reasonable, right? They were sort of people once. So um, uh, would you say that I can use my cliff notes? Tell me how you want to use that. So it says that I can roll with mind when I try to put a face to a name for someone politically important. That absolutely fucking counts. Yeah, abs sure. You still get to mark that faction, though. Because my knight sucks. That's cool, but you still so get to mark that yeah. faction. Okay, okay. Is it me roll? I, let me, I will mark knight. Can I get a, a hand sign about how many factions you lack for an advance across the group? Mortality for me. Haze? Knight, 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 knight. You should definitely, like, leverage that soon. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a. I'm trying to think of a way. I mean, that makes sense. So, holy, holy moly! That What'd was a get? five and a four. So that was a natural nine. Nat plus nine. Plus two. Plus two for mind. Okay, cool. So we are <laughs> hitting the streets for a. Uh, yeah, who's so the power gamer. Who's the specter you go talk to? Uh, the specter is. Uh, the specter is uh, Billy Ortega, and once upon a time, uh, Billy was a. Um, he, he, he ran in a, a sort of mortal gang. He was a um, proficient, sort of Cuban drug dealer type. 
before meeting an untimely end in a blaze of glory. Um, but uh, he, of course, forced his way back to the spirit realm and uh, very still sort of, you know, holds on to his legacy. Cool. Think of like a Tony Montana. I'm getting the Scarface vibes, I feel. I yeah, feel. yeah, yeah. So I'm actually going to put a bit of a twist on that, if you don't mind. No, of course. So uh, Billy Ortega, post-mortem, uh, has actually embraced a little bit more of their authenticity. Uh, shed of a corporeal form, rather than being William, uh, they're Wilma. They, they've adopted feminine pronouns. So your ghost was born assigned masculine at birth. They have fought their entire life. They were a very notable uh, gangster. They died, and one of the things that keeps them alive and post-mortem is the fact that their legacy is assigned to the wrong gender. They are Wilma, and, and that is very yeah, important yeah. to them. And that is something that is, That's in fact, yeah. sustaining them. So we're going to put that twist on it. More importantly, um, say, uh, uh, because I, I, I hit with, with that, I, uh, I know a dangerous secret about them and their, political their own political machinations. And um, oh. uh, I know how to leverage that information. So I, they owe me a debt. So post-mortem, uh, the entire spirit world recognizes them as Wilma and is something that you're you're kind of holding over them? Uh, I would say no. I, I don't okay, think cool. that was cool. that would be the, the sort of thing that I'm holding over them. Uh, uh, I, I would say, uh, you know, here's the, here's the big thing. Um, Wilma, um, in particular, we sort of worked together for her to establish her place in this uh, Spectre society. Mm -hmm. uh, so early on, uh, she used my premonitions and some of my visions to assist in this and uh, work her way to the top. Nice. However, like However. Um, because of that, I know sort of how she got there. So a powerful force in life, a powerful force in death. Uh, the authenticity of the individual has come through there. That has not held them back. It hasn't advanced them, but they are tapping on some some forces that are maybe a little bit spookier than the other specters have access to. Why does Wilma know you? Tell me a little bit about that relationship. Where did that start? So it was a bit of a give and take. So I met Wilma looking for a specter contact because obviously I can't just waltz into some of these werewolf and vampire establishments. Mm -hmm. So she honestly started <clears throat> for me as a bit of a snitch. Oh, that she would give me some information on night. And I like give me some of the dark secrets that uh, in, in exchange for my sort of guiding her down the path that uh, she has taken now. Okay. Uh, now in particular, she is aware of my my gifts because I knew Vilma in life. Ooh. I had had an encounter with her and, um, and not under the best of circumstances. <laughs> and she thought my my foretelling of her impending doom uh, was uh, bullshit. And uh, oh shit, I, yeah, I love it. Ah, yeah. oh, that's so good. That's so. So good. basically, I had I had sort of I had sort of pissed off uh, the wrong the wrong people in the mortal faction at the time, which I I am prone to do. I would say, uh, you know, they they were certain that this artifact they had purchased was was of uh, significant historical importance and worth some money, and I uh, unfortunately thought that it was not. It was a fake. They were very upset by this. <laughs> um, you know, Vilma happened to touch me, which is always a bad idea for most people, particularly mortals, yeah. because, uh, yeah. Then we both saw her impending death. She ignored this, and here she is. 
Chet, so with that impending death and that kind of realization of, of like actual reality, you you may have seen them as their like their their authentic self, that that feminine side. That's really cool. I like that. Go ahead and take a plus one hold. Uh, actually, no, fuck it. We're gonna say, go ahead and note down on the character sheet plus one forward with Wilma. Uh, you saw that authenticity. You recognized it. No one was ready for it. You you validated it, and now post mortem, uh, Wilma understands that you're one of the few people that that believed and understood who they really were from the get-go. Yeah, I would say Who's Jonas didn't make a big deal out of it either. He's not that, uh, I, I don't think he's that type of person. He's very he's very focused on like the bigger picture and, and little things like that, with, whatever. So he probably called him uh, Vilma at the time and everyone looked confused and he sort of overreacted and smacked me around a bit before kicking me <laughs> through the curb, yeah? So. I like it, I like it. That's cool. But I did not think anything of it. I just, that is who I saw. Yeah, uh, you're you're a seer of truth, and that is yeah. very important. So we're gonna we're gonna say plus one forward, plus one ongoing with Filma. Uh, so tell me what uh, tell me what the specter does for you. Like, where's the relationship? Where's the breakdown? What do you get out of this? And I think that's your isn't that your one that you need it, or is that the one that puts you up needing one? Uh, I'm sorry, no, I, I need yes, yeah, so I need mortal still. Okay, cool, cool. So that gives you three out of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with Filma, uh, what are we trying for here? Uh, so uh, but, uh, we are looking for someone who can perhaps get into the felt pimento and set off the fire alarm. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Just maybe go through some walls, find the fire alarm, clear out the innocence. Yeah. That is something Filma can do. Uh, she is <laughs> she's, uh, a gangster of unparalleled caliber, of course. Yeah. And you... You've already used her talents for snitching and the like, as you have said. So let's let's do this. Let's do this, okay? Because I, you know, I take my friends with me uh, to mm-hmm. sort of show off because I know some important uh, creatures. So um, uh, who's driving? Uh, yeah, I think you know the answer to that question. Oh, we got Vinny on board. Okay, so really, um, Vinny, it's the fuel economy in that thing. What's fuel economy? I can barely hear myself sink inside of it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the point in the, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those first, you know, it's the first American muscle car, you know, you put your floor, you know, your foot down on the pedal and it pins you to your seat. Respect it. Yes, we have heard stories of the Fay in Detroit and and how they, how they created these muscle cars and uh, the automobile. And uh, (laughs) yes, I know it it is. uh, Yeah, we all went to high school. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Some of us did. <laughs> Some of us so, were, were raised in, in different places in different times. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, so we go to the graveyard. Um, in particular, there, there is a a large mausoleum. Does, does anyone, I have to ask, uh, on the way to the graveyard, does anyone slam in the back of the Dracula? <laughs> yes, and we will burn through the witches. What do I roll? Through the ditches. To burn through the witches? <laughs> or to slam? Oh, 2d6, obviously. Yeah, everything in this game is 2d6. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. It's easy route. Uh, but no, if you're looking to do something, Terrence, what are you, what are you trying here? We kind of focused away from you for a little bit. If you want to take some spotlight, I'm hype about it. Tell me what you're doing. Oh, Terrence is along for the ride. He's just nursing this, this bullet wound through his forearm that uh, he's been trying to ignore as he's been 
putting the steps of this plan together. He's just taking a moment to kind of examine himself and make sure he's not not doing himself any further damage. Can I offer something there? Absolutely. You know, you are in Giannis's presence, and the veteran is known for being able to shrug off uh, punishment that other mortals may not be able to. Would you like to try and let it out and just push through and just ignore that wound? It seems like a fine idea now, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it does. So you're going to roll with spirit. Okay, no bonuses to spirit, so this will be a straight roll. I mean, as straight as this crew gets. <laughs> that is a 10. You sure about that? You missing any dice there? Any any bonuses? From spirits? Well, no. there's also other shit going on. This is true. Does anyone have anything they can throw um, Terrence's way? I'm good at taking from people. I'm not good at giving. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I have a plus one forward for Vilma. Um, I have, uh, I of course can say something terrible is happening and then let that give everyone a plus one, but he needs a uh, 12, yeah? Twelve. He does need a 12. Shit. I think you guys can get it if I'm, if I'm running my numbers right. Is it all me? No, I don't think it is. Vinny, are you holding out? I think Vinny what are you be. hiding? I'm trying. Uh, uh, what are you hiding from us? I'm trying to think uh, what he might be alluding to. Uh, you get a plus, I know you get a plus one for the blood debt thing. So what, I'm, I'm looking at my moves. I don't think I have any moves that can do anything. But a uh, plus one to the my blood is zero. I, I'm not sure what. Just give me give me a hint here. So what what are you thinking? I'm I'm not entirely sure, but I know we've had a lot of pluses running around lately that were shareable. I just want to make sure that there isn't like a, a spare plus two anywhere that could push them over that line. So last session I had, uh, there was a total of three going forward from making a plan and I used one as I recall. Do those carry over from session to session? Are you pursuing the plan? Um, we are, yes, because we are. This is definitely, this see. is part of it, yeah. 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 No, I'll, I'll okay. dump, uh, I'll dump those two into that then, yeah. All right. So, you let it out. now Wolverine. Maybe. <laughs> How do you want to describe that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you have uh, you've tapped into some of the darker shit that is in you. You got a plus, you got a plus two enough that gives you a twelve on let it out, and because of Giannis's presence, that means let it out is advanced on a ten or greater. That counts. You ignore the corruption, or you choose another. Now you get one automatically here. Take plus fun plus fun. Forward on your next roll. <laughs> extend now. Extend your senses supernatural or otherwise. Frighten, intimidate, or take definite hold of something vulnerable or exposed. And this can also be. This is a prompt. This is not a, a mandatory list. You want to shrug off that bullet wound, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to know as the MC here. Are you looking to be in the future more resilient? or more recuperative? Just answer that question. You are Canadian. <laughs> uh, resilience seems like uh, seems like it fits pretty well with the theme of Terrence. Okay, so give yourself one armor. In oh. addition to whatever armor you're wearing in the future, you have somehow called upon whatever endurance hunting, like wild primate strength is in every one of us, and in the future, that bullet isn't going to bother you as much. You've been shot. You're, you've been in the shit enough that you retired to become a fixer. 
you you're an information broker you're a guy that gets everything done and now someone shot you again and something in the back of your mind i guess just ticks over and goes you know what i'm fucking tired of this shit and you're gonna ignore one harm just from being a badass going forward and that is because one you rolled really great and two Giannis is right next to you how's that feel i am a conduit very cool all things supernatural yep. Yep, so ignore one what's happening. Ignore one harm going forward. Yep, you have one armor, no matter what, and it adds with everything else. So you feel like a, a rush, I guess, of power just kind of surge into you. The night nocturne itself rises up. There is a, I guess, like a moaning chant that echoes off the river, and it sings to your bones, to your skin, and your muscle. And now you feel more part of the city than before, and you know that retirement just got a little bit further away. I would like to take this opportunity to give us a five minute, maybe 10 minute bio as the song of Nocturne runs through our accountant friend. Is that all right with everyone? Oh, Sounds absolutely. great. Dig through the Love. ditches and burn through yeah. <laughs> Nocturne. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is actually what's on the radio inside right. the GTO. <laughs> naturally, naturally. Yeah, because Ryan typed in chat, Wilma is literally a living dead girl. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan from Negative 2 Charisma. Enjoying the podcast? Then you might enjoy some of our other content. Visit twitch.tv forward slash negative 2 charisma for other shows and monthly dice giveaways. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right. So, where did we leave off, and what is the most important thing to handle, players? Well, hold on a second. We have to speak to Vilma, yeah? All right, so speak to Vilma. Unless, um, Ryan, did you have something before that? No, no, it's a stream stuff. Sorry. You're good. You're good. Oh, okay. Uh, So I take you into the the mausoleum. There are several um, specters that you see out of sort of the corner of your eyes. They are uh, guarding it. Um, They see me, and they... They let me in, but you barely see them, right? They are sort of in and out. And as we walk in, there's a sort of a large... It is not what you'd expect, right? It is a very well-decorated inside and very lively. There are a lot of lights and red carpeting and uh, music playing. And there is a big, almost throne-like chair with uh, red and yellow felt straddled across it sideways is, the, of course, the, uh, the shape of... One Vilma Ortega. So, from the gist of this, Vilma Ortega is not a minor spirit. No, she is. Uh, she is. She is uh, very powerful now. She has taken a hold of a very large faction of these uh, specters, and she uh, continues to to manipulate behind the scenes as the specters do, uh, either working jobs as uh, assassins or thieves or yeah, they are. You know, they get into places and they get sh- shit done. So they, uh, in, in life, she had more to do on this fighting with the Fae and everything else to get into the, the narcotic trade. Uh, in debt, she has no need for money. It is all about debt and who you know. So, Vilma, hello. Yes. How have you been? It has been a while. 
has it not? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, times, you lose track of it. Uh, you know, I am getting older. You look great, though. Well, once you get to my age, beauty comes naturally. Fair. But you, we both know what happens to you. Yes, yes, we do. But it is inevitable, is it not? Why fight it? I think we should fight fate. There, there, there are certain fates you can fight, for sure. But it never turns out well, and fate has a funny way of working itself out in the end. Cracks start to show in the throne and the flagstones that is her court. And then as you, as you finish that statement, that things tend to work out in the end, those cracks heal up and just race back towards her and seal up. And you can tell that you, you've said something that definitely like turns a key in that, in that mind. You've maybe, maybe gotten to one of the tumblers in her, uh, in her safe. Uh, so, my dear, I, I know there's some oncomings and goings here, and some things are not uh, great for you with some of what is happening, and we too are uh, unfortunately finding ourselves the victims of such a thing. Uh, I am not certain if you know Terence and, and, and Vin, Vincenti here. If so, please let Terrence, me Terence, does you. she know you? I, I don't think so, actually, no. Right. Vincenti, does she know you or the Court of Stone? I feel like she would know the Court of Stone. I don't know if I'm higher up enough on the, the echelon, but it really know me. Uh, but she definitely would have heard of the Court. So she skips over Terrence and goes right to Vincenti and says, I know the Knight of Granite. Uh, you know, that's uh, surprising because he doesn't get out much. He being you, uh, go ahead and... <laughs> Let's go ahead and see what we can do about flexing, maybe, uh... Maybe <laughs> I, if I say this, yeah, yeah. as I literally have, like, a granite, uh... <laughs> the, the stone symbol right, right, like, hanging from my chest at all times. It's been there the yeah. entire time, but, yeah. Let's go ahead and, um, put a face to a name. Go ahead and roll with, uh, that would be Knight, right? Uh, yeah, that would be rolled with knight and uh, face to a name. Ah, it's a miss six. You owe Wilma. Why? Oh, shit. What do I owe her? I feel like it would be indirect. I think I would have insulted her indirectly. Oh. I, prob I, I probably... I probably had an altercation with another spirit that runs with her, you know, relatively close to her and... Um, she uh, she knows me by description, and that's that's kind of why she knows the Knight of Granite. She knows that I kind of, yeah, I kind of I kind of fucked up in her eyes. Okay. You know, a couple couple uh, couple of the mystic brews at the phase get you know I get I get crazy sometimes. So uh, the right sambuca will do it. <laughs> so maybe nothing direct, nothing nothing provocative, so much as just kind of an interloper, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, she, she's, uh, she's the matriarch, so I, I, I mess with the family, and, you know, mama's got claws out. I mean, she do what she do. So back to Giannis. How do you, how do you smooth this over or not? Yes, my dear, so these are acquaintances of mine, and I know in this city in particular, we all have our transgressions, and uh, let's say we let the past be the past, 
There's a focus. rippling quake throughout the graveyard. Mm. New stones show up with names. Do you glance at the names? Uh, I don't think I have to. You don't think you have to? Why is that? Because I know everything. No, okay. Uh, roll roll, roll let it out. Roll let it out. Let's see what yeah, you know about sure. that. Okay. So if it's spirit, yeah? Absolutely. And it is advanced. Is your Oh, boy. That is a six. So. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we knew this was coming. We knew this was coming. It's got well, a balance out somehow. Wait a minute. Uh, go ahead. Wait a minute. A seven is a, hit. a seven is a sort of, huh? A seven is a minor hit. Yeah, it's a soft hit. Sure. Okay. So I, I did know something bad was going to happen. And I do know the names. And, and I see where she is going, I, I think. So, so I will honest... pick up plus one ongoing and everyone gets one. Okay. So for this scene, you know this shit is going bad. You give everyone a plus one. That plus one applies to this roll immediately. Uh, you still have to mark one corruption and you get one of the next. You get plus one forward. You can either extend your senses, supernatural or otherwise. You can frighten, intimidate, or impress your opposition. Or you can take definite hold of something vulnerable or exposed. Keep in mind all that Giannis knows and all that Giannis is in this moment at the court of the specters. I really want you to just mm, do me a good one. So remind me again, what, what are my options here? I'm oh, sorry, I was looking at my corruption moves. Yeah, no problem. Uh, corruption moves come in when you hit like five corruption. It's long down the ways. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, you have to mark those five and then you get one correction move. Uh, but however, you let it out. You've tapped into the visage of death that uh, Vilma is displaying for you. You can either take plus one on your next roll, whatever it is. You can extend your senses, supernatural or otherwise, to to get more information. I would have to tell you something neat and cool. You could also frighten, intimidate, or impress your opposition, which would be Vilma in this case, how you want to flex that back on her when she's showing you the graves of people that you know and value. I don't know. Or so you or yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, OK, I think I have it from here because I because I think this is a side of Jonas that uh, I, I don't think the others expect to see. Now, Jonas is very, very knowledgeable about things. He knows yeah. all about the past. He knows uh, what is going to happen in the future. He sees it all, and, and, that, and he gets very wrapped up in that in his head. This particular spirit, he knows so much about, and he knows has scorned him in the past, and he knows owes him something. And so I think something ticks in his mind a bit. And you have all felt it. There's some sort of electricity, something supernatural that happens to all of you when you are around Jonas. And I think in this moment, you'll see that oracle side of him come out, that 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 part of him that taps into the universe as his eyes turn white and roll back in his head and his hair starts to rustle a bit, right? And he lifts his hands and he's, as he's speaking, his voice is echoing and booming throughout the chamber. Now, you will settle down and listen to what I have to say. We cannot change our fate, but we can fight the forces that deign to change others. Will you help me? That is such a cool way to do that. It sounds like you are either trying to frighten, intimidate, or impress, or maybe even take definite hold of something vulnerable or exposed. 
mm. and that that something vulnerable or exposed in this moment could be your own future, the future of this this uh, endeavor. What do you want as JD? Like, what what's the the out of character meta here? Yeah, so I I think what I'm I'm looking for her to just you know put aside the bullshit for a minute and and remember that you know where she came from and who who helped get her there and 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 you know and besides that just stop with the the bravado right because we can all put on a show right I got the Knight of Granite apparently next to me I've got Terrence the the veteran who's probably killed more specters than I can count on one hand and you know I I'm just I'm I'm kind of tired of everybody flexing on me right now you know all right. So you flex back. Yeah. You say, look, I've seen all the shit before. I know where it all ends. We're all going to end there eventually, but we can choose how we get there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. With, like, sparks and electricity and shit. Yeah, no doubt. The the graves that are rising, that have names cast upon them, I don't want to say they explode, but they, they definitely do the... Uh, <laughs> Do the Infinity War dust blowing in the wind? They collapse into, into kind of ephemera. Uh, the the futures that those were cast upon quakes, and Giannis decides, no, no, I am in fact the the Oracle. I know what is going to happen. You can't as show a, me. As a quick flavor, I'm actually going to use uh, glamours on him. Um. Oh, and so as he's doing this, I'm actually going to bottom light him. And so not only is his eyes rolling back, his hair fluttering around, he now has his bottom up sort of like light casting up and casting all these cool shadows going across and they're kind of swirling on his body and uh, really amplifying the show. So with the Fae and Glamour, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, you create an illusion to fool the senses. The effects don't last long. So it's literally just during this whole thing, and I kind of, you know, just when it starts, he starts a speech, and when he stops it, uh, turn it on and off. I went full Metatron. That's what I. I mean, the voice yeah. of the Metatron. Yeah. <laughs> now the problem is that's a fairy power, which is fairy magic, right? Mm-hmm. What's the cost? Uh, let's see. Uh, I think I'm we'll going to three. Or you can, or you can cash one of the debts. Unless I'm mistaken, I Jonas does owe me. He's like five deep, isn't he? Ah, like three, I think. Hold on, it's a uh, one, it's a, bit. it's a bit, two, three. Yeah, it's three. Terrence actually owes me more. Yeah, I want to. Um, yeah, I, I. You know what? Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dissolve one of those. Yeah. Uh, uh. This is this isn't debt worthy. I got some important stuff I want to do, so I'm just I'm gonna do this out of the kindness of my heart, uh, just to make sure because I I need this I need this woman to be impressed too. She she fucking hates me, and uh, yeah I'm so just Jonas gonna take seems the kind uh, of cool now. We're all like oh wow Jonas wow take it easy pal. Yeah. Okay okay you're not totally like a dweeb. I get it. All right. <laughs> chill chill at Pacino. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take the uh, the point of corruption. Okay, not what I expected. I respect and admire the shit out of that, Terrence. While all this is going down, 
You're a veteran amongst the corpse court. A fey knight is bolstering your your omen uh, casting buddy. What are you doing, man? Like you're you're kind of the odd man out. Where where are you at here? Also, like you're tough as shit, and you've marked all of your harm out, and something is as just crystallized in your core that makes you a badass. Well, where are you at emotionally? Tell me a little bit about Terence's journey. Terence isn't like like specters to begin with. Um, any other of the supernatural, I mean, you can still the balance sheet still you know you 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 can kill it kill somebody and that that settles the balance, right? Specters have chosen to ignore that. They they've already cashed that in and they've like taken a mortgage on themselves. And 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 Terence does not like that how that how those numbers line up in his head. So he doesn't really trust ghosts. So he's doing his best to just keep his Mr. Rogers, Mr. Clean thing going on in the background while he's kind of fumbling through his mental inventory of what he has on hand to kill ghosts, which isn't much at the moment. He wasn't expecting this. So are you trying to tell me that uh, Terrence don't like ghosts? Terrence isn't big on ghosts, no. Don't like ghosts. So, so <laughs> the important question here is, the really important question here that we all have to answer is, who are you going to call? <laughs> Preferably not, not Terrence. Terrence. <laughs> not Terrence. No, I, I want to spotlight you a little bit here. You're kind of the odd man out. What are you doing? Uh, in terms of like a move? Don't think about moves. Just tell me about what your character does. Don't worry about the moves. It's my job. Yeah, no, Terrence is, is literally just trying to maintain his composure and not betray any discomfort or uh, with, with the events going on around him. Okay. He's, he's, but at the same time, keep an eye out for danger and generally just, just try and wait for this to be over. He does not like ghosts and doesn't want to have any dealings with them, right? Doesn't no, want to owe them. A hand, on a, a hand on a gun or anything? Oh, his hand is in his pocket. He could be holding all kinds of things. I mean, it could be cold steel. <laughs> it could be... But what does Terrence have in his pocket? Could be a calculator. I, it sounds like you're trying to keep your cool, man. Go ahead and roll that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, that's with uh, with spirit. Yeah. I think so. Isn't it for you? It's a seven. So, when you try and keep your cool, that means your old spirit on seven through nine. I tell you what it's going to cost you. You're uh, trying. Do still... Sorry, do we still have the plus one going forward from Jonas's? Uh... You know that this could go really bad. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely put that into play and make it an eight at least. Forward is forward. That means it's kind of yes. ongoing. You don't have to worry right. about it. You don't have to spend it. It's not a hold. You're good. Also, yeah. seven and eight, there's no difference. So okay, we're I probably just... would add an eight on my let it out. I had a, <clears throat> a forward on her, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it's as long as it's a hit, you're good. I wish it could have been cooler. I mean, yeah, but I mean, not all of us can become fucking immune to bullets like fucking Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> Just shrugging off a gunshot wound. Fucking right. With that veterans, man. Owl, you know, Mr. Veterans Rogers just don't give face. a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Ross of death. Um, <laughs> so you keep your cool and you don't provoke the spirit courts, but it does cost you something. Um, the visages of death, the various uh, spirit tokens that are going around, being in a place of power, foreign to you, uh, tapping mortality out of you. This, this is heavy in a way that you're, as a mortal, not really prepared for. Uh, take one harp. 
Now, at this point, for those of you that may be new to the game, uh, Grimnik, I tell you <laughs> to take one harm, and you tell me I got armor one, get fucked. Oh, does, does, that, uh, does that apply to... Uh, well, I did not say one or? harm AP. I did not say one okay. harm AP. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, yeah, Terrence is way too tough for that shit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So something drains at you. Something tears at your soul. You've been there. You, you've been through that shit. It doesn't phase you. You're about it. But mortality and death and nihilism definitely lies heavy in this realm right now. Let's kick it back to Jonas, who's making these big negotiations, trying to get shit done. You had a really good role in that last one. How do you want to leverage that? And which one? Well, last time I heard, you were trying to uh, really position things to your advantage oh, yeah, with Velma. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Velma, you will help us. Yeah? It is a minor task. Any one of these low-level specters will do. Do you have a debt that you can cash in? I do. Okay. Would you like to do that? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think this is important. Hell yeah, it is. So debts have interesting things that they can do on NPCs. You can cash in a debt to make an NPC answer a question honestly or introduce you to a powerful member of their faction up chain or give you a worthy and useful gift without a cost or these don't really apply from here uh, erase a debt they owe on someone give you a debt they owe on someone or give you a plus three to persuade them that might be the only one but it really does depend if you want to go up chain Film well, well, pass could you the up gift be could the gift be without a cost be um, you know a, a henchman to pull a fire alarm? Yeah, absolutely. I need a guy for like ten minutes that could pass through walls, please. So race that debt. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to make a roll. And she's lucky. She got off easy this time. But that debt move does trigger on night. So go ahead and mark night. Nice. I think I already marked night for. I'm just, just account. putting it out no, there. No. Just putting I it out there. Thank you. I thank you for your diligence. So she, frustrated, backed into a corner, amongst people that could probably end her permanently. Filma pulls off one of her various attendants and says, "Do what he says." And you have the services of a, a white or a specter or a poltergeist, however you'd like to name it, uh, for the next, call it three sunups. See, that wasn't so hard. Why does everything have to come down to these flashy shows? She smiles slightly, leans forward and says, oh, but you know, it's all about appearances. And the symbol of a radio tower appears and then fades to dust and the entire court of corpses dissolves. Good, so, I'm sorry, Spectre, but what was your name? I'm Steve. Okay, Steve. 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 Spectre Steve. <laughs> so, Spectre Steve, um, yeah. you will 
uh, come with us. Is this is this will probably be the easiest thing you've done. Uh, we make it very nice for you. I suppose. Have you ever pulled a fire alarm, Steve? You look like the kind of guy who maybe pulled a fire alarm once or twice in school, you know, just sort of playing around with your friends. Try to get out of class early. When I was alive, they didn't have fire alarms. Okay. Okay, so we have one of them. We got a good one, boys. Okay. Here, good old boy. All right, so we've got uh, this part of the plan. So Spectre Steve is something that I don't want to say more often than I have to. Um, that's, all, that's all you, pal. I, I know. You I, did, I do it myself. Yeah. That, my default name for NPCs is Steve Buscemi, but uh, we'll, we'll go there. No, Steve uh, Buscemi is not dead. Uh, not yet. That was a weird internet thing. Uh, I, I won't talk about Steve. That said, <laughs> just just don't don't Google it. Just don't Google it. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you've got a specter, Steve, who is willing to pull a fire alarm. Uh, they died before fire alarms were existent, so they have a tenuous grasp on the concept. Was this are, is good? Because all they need is a tenuous grasp. Just... Is he like this all the time? Like all the time? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like handsome and super clever. Yeah, this is who I am. You know. Get are you clever, <laughs> Hans? Are you clever, Hans? You keep doing it. Are you, be- it. <laughs> are you, are you being very... primed by your by your handler? Yeah. Are you doing this for peanut butter? I just I just need I just need Steve to be able to handle a handle <laughs> a primer handle <laughs> handle yeah. Now we're just off in... Anyways, uh, you guys are terrible. Yeah, uh, Steve can definitely do that. Uh, can pull a fire alarm, can ghost through walls. Steve's a specter. That's what they do. But you've just wrapped up with Wilma, or Filma, as it were. Uh, what is the rest of the party going to do? I th- think you guys have some plans that... I know you divulged a lot on the last stream to me, but there's still some... Some nebulous tendrils there. Uh, we know that Pistol Pete does not survive this. We do know that, uh, is it Terrence that tosses something in the ocean? I think it's Terrence. No, that's uh, that's Vinny. Vinny throws something into the ocean, yeah. Terrence doesn't let me touch him anymore. Wow. (laughs) We won't talk about that. But that's okay. (laughs) It's very upsetting. Uh, Yeah. to me, Terrence, I foresaw this. Let it happen. So you guys have some things going on. A lot of different cool ideas and options. Where do you want me to zoom in? You're the player. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I think I, I have done my prep work. Uh, is there anything else we need to do? Should we meet up with Peter ahead of time or? Yeah, I um, think we gotta we gotta pick him up, right? No reason to, no reason to give him a pride. Peter's resourceful. He can find his way. I'm sure. He travels by the city metro. Or Uber or Lyft. Yes, and it, let him let him get more practice there, shoving his pistol in people's faces. Hmm. <laughs> what about um, what about you, Vinny? You think you know, or you could find maybe someone who can get us in after the fire alarm is pulled in the back. Maybe a busboy, maybe a, a dishwasher, um, preferably a mortal, someone we can really flex on. You know. Hmm. I mean. I could pull another favor somewhere, but you know, uh, of course, of course, I know somebody. You know, it's it's a fair, it's a fair establishment. It's just, uh, you know, the, the different courts. Uh, let, let me let me see. And I I'm, I'm actually gonna take out my cell phone. I'm gonna start scrolling through. 
Okay. Uh, no, no. That date went bad. No. It was uh, probably the painting, Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> that that date went too well. <laughs> I'm not even sure. I don't remember that date. So this yeah. one. <laughs> so I stop uh, and just it's just the letter J underneath the contacts. Just just the letter J. Okay. And uh, I know he's from uh, the Court of Fire. Is that wild? Yeah, it's it's another fake court. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What faction do you not have checked? I need a I need a knight faction. Oh uh, no, we got knight. I think you did. I think you did. Ro- I swear you wrote something. No. All right. It was, a, it, was I, you a, know. it was a face to a name, and you owed the specter. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. I did roll. That's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Remember, it doesn't matter if you're successful or not, just that you roll at all. So that means I advance, baby. Let's go. Also, uh, JD, go ahead and give yourself plus one hold. Uh, just for, like, just staying on top general, of that. Just being, just being on top of everything. All yeah, the time. just being on top yeah. of that, yeah. So what do we got for the advance for uh, Vinny the Fae? Second advance. Second advance. Uh, let's see. Um, so what do I got? Uh... I gotta do another Fae move. I gotta increase the arsenal here, you know. You don't want to pull a move from another playbook? Oh yeah, no, I can do that. Oh yeah, that's let's. That's what I'm gonna do. I need a second to look at the playbooks, but sure, that's sure, gonna sure, be sure, the sure. Uh, gonna yeah. be the mo. All right, Terrence, you've been kind of in the background for the last little bit. What are you doing, dude? Ah, uh, well, Jonas, I must say that uh, that was an impressive display. Hmm. Unexpected. Oh, you think so? Oh yes, yes. You've, you've dealt with this sort of thing before, I take it. Well, no, you know, I mean, here's the thing, Terrence. I, you know, I don't, you know me, I'm not like a in-your-face kind of guy. I don't, I don't like conflict. I just want people to know the truth, you know? It's, it's sort of my thing, right? But, uh, you know, it, it, it really pisses me off. These sometimes, and it is, it's kind of what I tell you all the time, right? These, these forces that move in the shadows, they think they control the mortals and, and, and everything that happens in the city, like we are cast off, like you are, uh, you know, some sort of pawn in, in the chess games. Sometimes you're not even on the board, as far as they're concerned, and it is upsetting to me, you know? I think uh, you are valid. I think you have a purpose here. Maintaining a balance and, and producing friction between those moving parts, those forces, that's, uh, that's an important role, yes? Yeah. You know, all things matter, if you will. You know, we have a, a place in this world. And, uh, you know, when you cast it aside because you think you're, you're better than someone else, it's, it is uh, disturbing to me. It is upsetting. And you did, a, did an admirable job maintaining your composure fa- when, when faced with these unfortunate realities. I, so I don't, there's a side of me I don't like to show very often, but, uh, you know, if I have to. If I have to get serious, I can get serious. I What's have the a point feeling... of having powers if you can't, you know, show them off? I guess from time to time, but it is sort of it sort of goes against uh, what I'm saying, yeah. This is a tool, Jonas. Like most things, it is a tool, and there's always the right tool for a job. Look at what comes next. Speaking of what comes next and tools, what is the uh, the immediate fate of Pistol Pete? <laughs> We're going to, we uh, a, did we have a moment there, by the way? 
I thought that was a, I thought that was a moment, you know. Okay, if it's a moment, then throw your intimacy moves. I love it. Thank you for intervening and jumping out. I just needed that mortal. I was hoping to get it from a dishwasher, but I will take it from, take it from him if I can. <laughs> I'll find a nickel. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, it broke me. Um, so my in my intimacy move is um, I see a very clear and specific vision about Terence. Ah, which is, I see Terence in a familiar dark alley. Pistol Pete is on the ground before him. Terence seems to be holding Pete's pistol in his hand. Uh, there is a blinking red sign that says exit now. I can see it clear. It's a different angle. The, the shadows don't quite bend the same way. And uh, I feel sad for a moment for, for both parties, because this is who, you know, this is never something I want to see, but I think we know Pete has it coming. And uh, Terence seems vindicated. And I think I see something in that moment, which is a bit of a spark, something something in him that uh, is pulling him back from this retirement he is in, something darker but more dangerous than the Terence accountant that we see these days, this sort of reserved moments that he has, that he has this cool he, he, he attempts to keep, this Terence the Terrible that once roams the streets and was a force to be reckoned with. And, um, you know, it's the first footsteps to of a grander design. Uh, you know, I see the threads start to uh, unravel and come together all in one. Uh, some of the, uh, the illusions and some of the disillusions I have had about uh, his future and his meaning and all of this in, in the city of Nocturne and everything all together start to unfold. And uh, in that moment, I... Oh, man. So... I, I think you're going to like this one. So from that, that visage and that vision and the kind of casting of the bones for our account, you've made a lot of statements that ask questions. Oh, you've shit. made, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to call you on at least one. Like there's something going on here. You're, you're making a lot of statements that dig really deep into that character. You can't make those without getting something back. So I'm going to call you on at least one question that you have to ask and they have to answer and you're going to get one corruption. You can, you can do the other two if you like, you don't have to, but with something that deep, you're, you're definitely pulling some strings there. Something about the Oracle in you gets something out of that. So tell me what's the question that you ask? with those visions, what what is answered by what you see? I think I see how Pete dies, so I don't know if that is the question. Nah, that's not, not deep enough. No, what about what about our account? What about Terrence? Like, what is the question you ask him? Like, this is this is meta stuff. Yeah, OK, OK. Uh, Terrence, do you do you enjoy killing people? Wow, shit. Damn, no, Rachel's I'm sorry, that's a little, a little loaded. I'm just... No, just I love curious. that. I love it. Go ahead and mark corruption for it. <laughs> I did. I did. Well, joy might be a, be a strong word. I mean, I mean, when you, when you balance sums on a, on a sheet and you correctly balance it and then there's nothing remaining on either side of the table, did you take joy in that? So, Me personally? No. Uh, a, a, a rhetorical... I mean, I mean, Terence is a I mean, I guess, yeah. Okay, so if we, if we, maybe from a, a spiritual or more of a, 
uh, a metaphysical uh, perspective, yeah. Perhaps well, I can see your, your point. Let me, let me go here as the MC. This is not a dialogue. This is a deep sight into Terence as a character. Are you satisfied when that balance sheet comes up even? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And he's an accountant, right? Like books got a balance. He's not a he's not a sadist. He's not a, not 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 a, a mindless killer, but I mean books have to balance, right? There's That's a satis- order. There's a satisfaction there, yeah? Absolutely. Now to kind of play off that a little bit further to to dig a little bit deeper cuz I'm an asshole. Is it better when Terence balances the books or when the books are balanced by someone else? And that's a really cool and interesting question because it tells us a lot about what your character feels and believes. This is going to be, this is what he's paying corruption for. So let me go ahead and get him the full birth. If there's three kids on a seesaw. No, we're not doing the damn trolley problem. No. You're in a self-driving car. It is 10 o'clock. We're not doing the trolley problem. Trolley problems cut off at eight. <laughs> oh, Terrence considers himself a much more civilized creature than, than where he came from when, when he would have to do such manual labor himself, but and there's always a certain satisfaction in a, in a job well done. Right? So there's, so there's your answer. Well. Now, okay. intimacy moves go both ways. Terrence. Yeah, so... So for an intimacy move, Terrence tells a story from his past, actually. Ooh, tell me about it. Everyone everyone sees it, you know, in, in the movies, Jonas. And the trigger pulls, there's a loud bang, flash of red, you know. Man clutches his chest, falls to the ground. Oh, yes, you slayed me. Yeah, it doesn't quite go like that, let me tell you. The first time was quite a surprise. It's dirty, it's loud, it's messy, it's everywhere. But... All you can do is clean yourself up, put that smile back on your face, and march right back out of that restroom into the restaurant and go continue on with your day. You're muted, soul, but I, I saw your exasperated expression. <laughs> that fucking shit. Okay. I think, I think I got my answer twice. Right. Nice. Nice play in. So, so when, what's your intimacy move do? So from here on out, I get to choose if we both take plus one going forward, if I take plus one and he takes minus one, or if I hold and can use it for other things, we're going to go with the both take plus one going forward. Okay. Mine gives me corruption, and yours gives everyone a plus one. This is bullshit. As, as Terrence is telling the story, he almost like subconsciously pulls out that, that gleaming magnum and starts polishing it with his handkerchief again, all, like, like, like compulsively. The benefit for the oracle move is the asking a question that can't be ducked. That's really where you can leverage it. Now you know that Terence maybe doesn't enjoy killing, but there's a satisfaction for setting things in their mind right. So there's a lot going on here as the MC that I'm trying to juggle. I know you guys have some tempo, some timing, some ideas, some some stuff going on. Haze, are you good over there? Yeah, I um, I know, I know what I'm gonna be doing. So, uh, Vinny, before uh, we actually uh, get out, get into the car after the cemetery, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop my trunk, and I got this old duffel bag back there, and it's Who's in uh, the trunk? 
it's not who, it's what. Uh, I am going to be taking uh, prepared for anything from the hunter list. Oh, shit. That's right. You got an advance. Yeah. What you got? It is a sawed off Mossberg uh, shotgun, except uh, it looks like uh, someone got their hands on it. It's very finely engraved. The uh, the butt is wrapped with this like black leather, but it's like one of those manual, almost like you would do for like the uh, the handle of a knife. A nice leather wrap there, and it's very ornately carved, like someone someone who does like um, you know like like watch work or something like that. It's like carved like that down the, the length of the, the short barrel. Okay. So, from what I'm understanding, you've got prepared for anything, which means you have a well-stocked armory full of modern and ancient weapons. Mm-hmm. You get a custom weapon. Yep. So, custom weapon, have you looked at that list? I have not yet. Okay. I was looking for that. Um, it's in the hunter category list. Okay. You said it's a shotgun, right? Uh, that's what I was going to do. Uh, let's okay. see. Um, oh, Are okay. Uh, hand weapons, range weapons. Yeah, shotgun, uh, two, harm, close, loud, reload, messy. And then you choose two add-ons. Okay. Um, you see those? Uh, I do. Uh, we're going to make it. Um, <laughs> should it be an auto shotty? <laughs> you know what? No. Uh, I'm going to make it blessed. And... Auto and auto and bless. It's an automatic shotgun. It's actually got a nice uh, drum on the bottom. It's about that big around, clipped into the bottom, uh, all co- uh, finely carved, and uh, yeah, uh, blessed shots. Wow. So you have a holy shotgun in your trunk. Did anyone yep. else know about this? I'm asking you. Uh, no one would know. No one's seen it in my trunk yet. So uh, you know, that's just in case you're rolling down the street and you see somebody that needs to be taken care of. Uh, you know, you pop out, pop, pop, and uh, get away. Because, yeah, he's got he's doing drive-bys on demons. You guys see the shotgun. It's full auto and blessed. The Catholic Church has given it the nod, and you know that. You can't look at it and not know. Yeah, like part of the ornate carvings on the top, it's basically the Mother Mary. And uh, a few, cro- you know, sacred hot flames kind of like all dancing sacred all over the thing. Too. Hot flames. Sacred hot, you know, sacred hot. So how do the rest of you feel about him pulling out and combat checking a full auto blessed shotgun? Does anyone have any reservations or or hesitation about this? Terrence is strictly admiring the craftsmanship, wondering how much it cost. Wondering what what channels it passed through to get to him. You know, I'm, my family takes care of me. Indeed. Giannis? I'm still just a little upset. All I got was a, a pair of metal, like, you know, finger guards. But. No, no, you got the zip gun. Oh, you got the little. You got the Ioka, right? The cold iron uh, buckshot. The cold iron Ioka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, I, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't think I would recognize what it is. It you could hit like somebody with it too. Yeah. I don't know. I think with your experience, you might. If you want to say you do, I got no hesitation. You're kind of the guy that um, knows all the shit. I guess I, I would say I would. I probably know that it is. Um, yeah. I, okay. I, I think here's what I would say because psychometry is is sort of a thing for oracles. I will say is that I I feel badly looking at it. 
uh, like it has been used to do some some potentially terrible things and so I just try to ignore it and I push those feelings away and just don't want to know for once All in right. my life oh wow that's pretty heavy All right. it's been a long day it has been a long day I would really yeah, like to take... it's got a name you know What's the name? The Black Sacrament. That is not cheese related at all. Uh, <laughs> no. He well, it's a shotgun, so so you know you can riddle with Swiss. Do you guys do you guys want me to keep running this game, or are you just gonna like, no? <laughs> no. Wow, my feelings are hurt. Well done. Of uh, course, of course. So no, keep, keep no, running. No, no, You're no, doing no, fantastically. No, 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 no. no. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I would like to flash forward to the actual confrontation at felt pimento i want to do a, a like not quite an in media res but definitely where you guys are hitting that high point and jumping into the action getting everything resolved with the mice uh, that would be all the cheese named gangsters i'm not <laughs> I, I can't even like my spirit is broken you guys have been <laughs> i'd like to jump to that for the last section of this game is there anything you want to set up before we jump to that next part. Um, actually, just one quick thing with them. Uh, I'm gonna cash in a debt with Terrence. Oh shit! Okay, tell me about that. Tell Terrence about it. Hmm. All right. So, uh, you remember? You know our friend, a good friend, Arthur, at the bodega. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, man's real concerned. You know, with the whole night in upheaval. You know the guy. He just wants to make sandwiches and provide for his family. He doesn't get involved in all that. So, um. I'm gonna need, I'm, I'm gonna need you to uh, find where the records are kept for the titles and deeds of that, and ownerships, is, actually in the whole area. And I need a wipeout and I need a forgery. It's in his name, it's in his family's name, it's gotta stay there. So we need to solidify his ownership, preferably of that shop, but maybe the building that it's part of too. Ah, Vincent, 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 that sounds like that sounds like a pair of favors by my account. Uh, you know, you might be right about that one, but, uh, you know, I know you're good for it, right, buddy? Well, the books must balance, and there are some marks tallied on your side. Is there really two that you can give up on that? I do. I got, uh, uh, he broke an important promise to me, and they swore they would make it up to me, so. All right. How do we feel about that, Terrence? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Terrence would know the people to make that happen, but it's probably going to cost him something. All right. That is floating in the wind right now. We're going to circle back to that in a bit. So back to the action. We have a lot of things going on. We have a lot of plots in play. I know that Pistol Pete is going to be uh, carrying a distraction. I know that uh, Steve, the Spectre, Spectre Steve, is also going to be carrying a distraction. I know that you guys have a lot of holds and forwards that are going to help you as well. So I'm going to dump this back into the player's hands. You tell me what's going on with these mice and the pimento. So the, uh, I will say as we arrive, um, has, did anyone have a, a good description of the pimento? They, they have a good vision of it in their head. I have struggled with this. Uh, I figure it's got... Um... You, they really play up the uh, the felt aspect of it. So there's this like these big like almost like like felt curtains that are gracing like two the glass windows in the front with just a simple neon sign 
It just says felt pimento and, and cursive. Top line is blue. The second line is pink. So, so traditional like neon. Yeah, yeah, ba- yeah. Back and forth, you know. And uh, there's always a guy in a, a tux, not a suit, a tux, right at the front door. You know, you know, he's checking, taking identifications, and uh, you're not supposed to be here. Uh, the bottom of the glass windows, you got a thick brass, uh, almost kick plate that goes around the bottom. Other than that, uh, you can't really see, and those curtains kind of get in the way. I hear a jazz trio, personally, you know? Yeah, yeah. JD, anything you want to add? No, I think that did it, right? So the the only thing I would say is that it is positioned where the alley is to the right. So there is an alleyway to the right. Next door is a relatively benign-looking apartment building. There is something above the pimento as well. There's probably apartments above. Maybe the second floor is an office. It is hard to tell from here, but it is not part of. Doesn't look part of the decorated club, but it is. It goes up quite a bit. So it's just. These are tall buildings, uh, and we are we are in a, a fairly busy street. There is a dark alley that goes down behind where there is trash. As we approach, I glance down it and I see the trash bin, the yellow. What else do you see? What vision do you have down that alley? It is wet. There is still water from the rain. Uh, it is pouring down the streets and sort of blinking red in there is the what i can now see actually is the reflection of an exit sign from a window next door in the building itself it's not outside it's inside and that is why perhaps i was having a hard time seeing it in the vision the first time but the second time from the angle i was with with terence i could see it inside through the window Okay. And it is and it is blinking because it is losing power. It is uh, the light needs to be changed. Okay. So we've established that this is a place of power for who? The uh, the court of uh, court of fire. That's that's new. So that that little detail there. Do you want to mark in advance for Fang? for Wild? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take I'll take a mark for Wild. Yeah. Okay. Terrence, what about you? Um, what do you know about the finances of this building? Seeing where it's at, the location, the city codes, do you know anything extra that we might be able to, as a group, kind of work on? Anything that you want to maybe throw faction for? Oh, it's very common practice for, for groups like the Fay Courts to do the classic insurance scams with a, with a restaurant that starts to fail. But uh, one of the higher-ups in the Court of Fire actually grew attached enough to the place that even it, uh, even when it started to uh, run into the red, they propped it up and kept it alive, and it got, uh, got a bit of a reputation for itself, and is actually, uh, it's kind of held close. It, it, it's, it's like a, um, like an extension of the court at this point. It's, it's kind of a big deal for them. That sounds like you're putting a face to a name. Go ahead and roll with Wild and mark that. That is a seven, uh, an eight with the, uh, the forward one. All right. In which case, on a hit, you know their reputation. So you t- you know a little bit about who this is. Who is this person? Are you Baron? Are they a Duke? Are they a Knight? Well, they're uh, they're 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 Baron. They're a little higher up in the chain of their court than Vinny is, is in his. And uh, Court of Fire, I think, says it all. Mercurial types, you know, um, emotional and reactive, even even among the, uh, the the Fae as we know them. So, what's their name? Or do I need to give you that name? Feed, feed me one on this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to go with Danicus. D-A-N-I-K-U-S. Baron Danicus. Dan, to those who are bold enough. And he doesn't say that these are his friends. Just those that are bold enough. What does Giannis know about Baron Danicus? 
or Dan, are you bold enough? Are you one that would be so bold? Well, let me put a face to a name. The Baron would be a, a bit of a political figure, yeah? Hundred percent, yeah. Baron is oh, no, course, no, yeah. no lightweight. Not a knight, yeah, of course. Like, uh, like Vinny is. Mm. Now, a knight is nothing to be, nothing to be sneered at, especially from the court of stone. Those yeah, you know, I don't look. I don't like the, you know, you know me. I'm a regular guy. Come on. Yes, they come. By the way, they come all the fairies. Did you say you come on fairies? I'm sorry, I missed No, that. I don't come uh, on no, fairies. <laughs> Here comes all the fairies. So here's what I would say about the Baron. Um, I, uh, mm -hmm. uh, that was a six, but I believe I was holding one. I think I have a plus, I have a plus one ongoing. So far From seven. What? From uh, uh, maybe earlier. No, I used that already. From the disaster? Do you disaster? have a plus one from? Yeah, 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 in there. But I have a plus one from just being a very smart boy. That's the MC okay. gifted me. That put me says that's put that would put me at a seven. So you also have the one forward from the intimacy move. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess I have an eight. If I needed, if it's a difference mm -hmm. between an eight and a seven, I think it's the same thing. So. On a hit, you know their reputation. So so for me, with my particular skill set. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I get anything better. Uh, on a hit, I know a dangerous secret about them, and their political machinations. Where's that? And Baron. Baron Danicus was. Where's that from? Hold on. Oh, that's from my cliff notes. I, I got that from zero. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's way cooler. So you know a dangerous secret about them? Yeah. Give me just a second here. Let me look over my notes. So Baron Dan, what have you been up to? Looking. There's a bunch of bullshit here that I have to run through. Give me just a moment. Yeah, take your time. You what, know. what what have you done? What have you done? I've got like fucking pages and notes. Remind me, uh, remind me, Terrence, who Baron Dan was again? Baron Dan? Yeah, he's a uh, he's a Baron in the Court of Fire, and he has a, oh, he's a reputation. Yeah. He's yeah, a, yeah. a reputation for for being reactive. You know, Court mm. Court of Fire kind of says that it all. That makes sense. That makes sense. Not as not as grounded as our good friend Vincent here. You know. I made a joke, Jonas. Back when I was young, you know, before the quarter fire attacked. <laughs> yeah. Oh What's my that god! Our reference? Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, no, company. I mean, it's fucking good. Yeah. Um, Thilma was actually slain by a knight from the court of fire. Okay. Okay. The. Yeah. Uh, well, the, William was. Yeah. Well, Thilma William. Uh, the Court of Fire is reactionary. They're protective. They are very acquisitive. They like to keep things to smolder on, so to speak. Uh, they will sit on a banked coal for a very long time. They like acquiring information. They like acquiring things more than that. Uh, where most Fae deal in the ephemeral, oddly enough, in Nocturne, the Court of Fire deals in the concrete. They want things that do not slip away, things that they can come back to as a touchstone. With the Court of Fire and Nocturne being a little bit, you know, it's it's odd for the Fae. There are times where the Fae can skip and dash and dance between times, but Nocturne seems to drag you down. It locks you into a now. The courts, regardless of where they come from, 
uh, are bound to this city in a way that makes most of them very uncomfortable. The Court of Stone, uh, being a very established court, being a court known, maybe, for their uh, their stability, they handle this very, very well. Which is it's all Vinny, about structure. It's all is, about structure. Is. You keep the family structure, everything else stays together. Absolutely. So the Court of Stone is very stable here, but the Court of Fire, they they deal in more ephemera. So they killed Filma in their life, and they've built their structure atop various other ashes, deaths, burning structures, losses, gaps, absences. This is really what drives the court forward. And now you're running into some parts where maybe maybe time has caught up to them. Maybe, maybe Nocturne is tired of being burned out. Maybe the specters are tired of being turned over, dug deep, driven into their graves. This is all flooding into you in a moment, in an idea, in a, in a very concentrated drive. What do you do with all that information? I know I'm keeping it very vague, but I want you to synthesize me an answer. As I, and, and I'm sort of staring out the window at this place in the rain and the darkness and looking at the blinking lights. And I don't look at the other two, and I just, I say, uh, you know, a, a fire burns in most places to make way for new life. This is the way of ancient times, forests and uh, volcanoes, they would destroy and destroy so new life could come in and take its place. But I think we have moved beyond that now. There's something dark happening here, something Water fire does not want to give up. And I'll turn to the two of them and say, uh, it is rare that uh, my visions are interrupted. I have explained this, yeah. Oh, yeah, a couple times. Uh... I know it is uh, I know it is not uh, commonplace, and it is uh, something deep within the, the universe itself that gives me this foresight, as if balancing itself. And to interrupt such a thing is... I guess to put it to your terms, Darren's uh, vastly, vastly upsetting the balance sheet. I understand what you mean precisely. So Maybe. what, um... Anything, anything you know? You want to spill the beans? <sighs> well, you know, they were not exactly, you know... Of course, once in a while, the courts get together and, you know, sort of discuss things that are going this end. It's very disconcerting to be as connected to time uh, as we are here, so... We kind of established rough rules and laws, and we, we meet up every now and then. And, uh, fire keeps to themselves. They keep to themselves. They don't really talk to the rest of us. You know, of course, I know about a hit here, or, or a scapegoat there, or, you know, an oatmeal bath there, here and everywhere, but, like, uh, you know, they're supposed, to, they're supposed to be playing the game nicely, but they're not, and no one can really pin them. I do know that that Baron, do it much like his reputation, very easy to go down. He's really easy to call out. He's really easy to, uh, you know, inflame. You're saying he's a hothead. Yeah, he's a hothead. You know, I hate to go with a stereotype. You're not supposed to go with stereotypes because it's supposed to be an open-minded society now. And, you know, we're not supposed to use those sorts of things. But yeah, he's a hothead. He's a match. He's a, you know, a gasoline on the campfire. You know, he just... Right about that time. Pistol Pete does exactly what he was told to do. 
Where, where, where is Pistol Pete? <laughs> where was Pistol Pete supposed to be? Uh, he was supposed to be at the front door making an, um, making a scene. I, beforehand, though, uh, was gonna use, um, yeah, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. Uh, Bedlam, I think it is. To incite him into a fury? Yeah, like a, just a berserker sort of, sort of rage, like a scary guy at the door. So that way, you know, like we're trying to, we're trying to funnel the people out of this so we can kind of, you know, towards the back door. You guys have a, uh, there's a plan in place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as this, as Pete arrives and mm. Vinny starts to do his thing with Pete to get him, you know, ready for action, I will head to the back with Terrence, right? The, we are, uh, we exit the vehicle. I said, Terrence, I think this is our queue. And we head down the alley. Right. Down the alley. I will say Steve, where are you? Steve goes up out of a, uh, a culvert, we'll say, uh, shrouded in funeral robes and moaning and just accoutrements, chains dragging, and then goes, oh, wait, maybe not now? Uh, soon, stealth, soon. Stealth, sort of stealth mission, Steve, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Meanwhile, How front, appropriate. Meanwhile, at the front gate, there's a, a mix and a stir as uh, Pistol Pete starts to agitate. Steve is waiting for orders. Things are coming to a head. You've got a lot of different factions converging on this very moment. I really want to touch base with each of the players and their characters. What are you trying to get out of this? Like at the end of the scene, at the end of tonight, what's one thing that your character is going to be able to grab hold of and have to drag away from this? Uh, Vinny. Well, I'm hoping uh, for one, uh, Michael Provolone. I'm hoping too, uh, Romano Maroni, because uh, they're, they're the individuals. I need to, I'm actively pursuing my vengeance on them. They shot up my house. You absolutely uh, are. And uh, I need to tie them up. I need to tie them back to the back of the GTO and go for a nice cruise down the highway. So you want those two souls bound to your car to be dragged forever. Yeah, forever sounds good. I don't know if I could do sort of time loop thing, like, a, you know, a Doctor Strange, so, but yeah. Oh, that, that'd be I'm, good. Uh, you are part of the Fae. You're, you're part of the Fae, and you've sworn eternal vengeance again, though. I think that falls within the purview. So... Yeah, so if I could... If I could... Yeah, my, my, my ultimate idea is if there's a world between the planes that I came from and where they come from, stick them right between there. The nothingness in between. If I could turn back time... <laughs> uh, Terrence, uh, what are you trying to get out of this entire very frenetic exchange. Well, his ultimate goal is one of two things. Mm -hmm. um, to either, uh, to either, you know, balance the sheet, so to, you know, balance things out with uh, Pistol Pete shoving that gun in his face. These guys hired him to do that. So either he'll get retribution for that or he'll find out where the next link in this chain is in terms of where these orders came down from. Also, there's been something going on under his nose. There's been some faction making moves that he doesn't know about. He, he wants to get some more info on that, right? Okay. These young upstarts, you know. Yeah, and trust um, those young upstarts. Yeah. So, uh, Jonas is, in particular, I think he has made clear, is, uh, wants to know the why. I want to know what is happening. This is a sort of puzzle I have not been able to figure out, which is very upsetting for me. You know, as someone who has come, become accustomed to knowing things ahead of time, to have this mystery in front of me is... Uh, unnerving to say the least so 
I would like to know, my goal is to know several things. One, why we were attacked, why we were targeted, if it was coincidental or together, uh, and what the Court of Fire is doing, or if they are involved, in fact, in what is messing with my visions. Okay. Ultimately, I think whatever I am seeing is, is that every, I feel multiple factions are looking for something that they are not supposed to find. That is my, that is where I'm at. And we are all just rats chasing this proverbial cheese. And what this cheese is, I do not know. I think we are all the mice in this scenario. So everything kicks off with a bunch of cracks. Everything kicks off with a bunch of pops. Everything kicks off with a bunch of blood. Pistol Pete comes to the front door, provokes, antagonizes, and then does what Pistol Pete does. Starts shooting people. Meanwhile, there are other things going on. There is leverage that's being applied. There are hints and rumors. There is uh, an entire scheme going on that pushes the Court of Fire to make some choices, to make some decisions. But I want to know, when those first gunshots go off, when Pistol Pete is pushed to the point where he is a trigger man, and that's really all Pistol Pete is, when Pistol Pete fulfills his final end, and he gets shot, and he dies, where's everyone else? Pistol Pete just put four or five slugs in the, maybe not the bouncer, but definitely the, uh, like the guy inside the door. Terrence, where are you? Uh, Terrence is in the alley uh, by the back door. Like, I'm just off to the side where he's not going to get trampled by a, by a stream of, uh, of <laughs> bystanders fleeing. Okay. But uh, close enough that he can slip in the door before it, uh, before it closes. Right, Jonas, I know you've had some visions about this. How does that line up? So I don't know how deep you want me to go. Just give me the connection with Pistol Pete and maybe Terrence. Okay. So I think Pete uh, is also shot in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the, yeah. the bullets fly either way. I think he, in a berserker rage now, starts to stumble down the side of the building, tries try to make a, an, an escape or get himself some cover in the alley. In that moment, Terrence is behind the dumpsters, looking at the door and looking to me, and he sees the figure, he sees Pete sort of stumble into the alley, and Pete, now bleeding from these wounds, drops his weapon. He tries to pick it up, but in the rain, it slips, he kicks it, it skirts down the alley towards you, Terrence. That's a perfect opportunity for you to pick that gun up, just like in that vision. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm slipping on, uh, slipping on a glove at this point from his pocket. Uh, Terrence kneels down and gingerly picks up the Pete's pistol like it's something, like it's something dirty, like he's picking up a bag of dog shit or something off the street. And there's this, again, there's, there's this talk now I heard from Lemmy, these, these, and we had this chat, Terrence, as there is, uh, Peter's involved with something, something to take out the veterans. There's something going on all across town, and he is a part of it. For whatever reason, he did not take you out that day, but well, maybe his nerves got the better of him. But here he is. There are others that he did, in fact, shoot. You know that. You can see it in his eyes. The only reason he didn't kill you was fear. 
that respect fear and he sort of stumbles through through the, the rain in the mud and he is on his hands and knees now blood draining uh, as he is losing consciousness in and out the, that rage is the only thing keeping him going as he stares up at you putting him would be a mercy do you pull the trigger yeah I mean after some after some choice words uh, you say? see this is why you never got any serious work Pete hmm? Hmm? look at you Look at you, made a mess of yourself. Don't, 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 don't touch my shoes. And Terrence takes a step back as he, as he reaches out. Hands claw at the, the fine cuffs that you have, the very delicate shoe leather that you've got, and there's muck and blood that's being sprayed, maybe not quite to, to knee length, but definitely to your ankles, maybe to your shins. He is aspirating, he is dying angrily at your feet. You know it's a moment, maybe two or three, before he dies. But uh, do you put the bullets in him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pete, you know, Terrence looks at Pete and extends like his own pistol towards him and looks towards Jonas. Uh, see what I mean, Jonas? Filthy work. Yeah, pulls the trigger like three times. Crack, crack, crack echoes throughout the alley. In the meantime, Vinny what are you doing? Where are you? In all of this mess and chaos, while a fey, or rather wild, place of power is being raided, what are you doing? So, I am, uh, I got a, I pull a stogie out of my, the inside of my jacket and torch it a little bit. I take the coin, the, the vine, uh, sort of Celtic vine coin, I sort of do it like a finger roll. Yeah, yeah. I hear the crack crack uh, go off. All right. And I walk through the front door to check out and survey the damage. Coin going in one hand, uh, the black sacrament uh, in the other. Okay. Who do you encounter? Who's got the uh, balls to step in front of you? Well, so far, you know, I, I see a few people that are like at the kneecap shot, and a few shoulders shot. I'm not seeing any fatalities. Man, Pistol Pete. Wow, no wonder he didn't get the jobs. <laughs> but I mean, he is also tenacious. He did a good job. He did what he could. Oh, there's a lot of people bleeding, just no kill shots. Very disappointing. He's not. He's not worth the dough. Luckily, yeah. we weren't paying him. Um, so, uh, flipping the coin around, uh, I'm. No one's directly there. There's you know holes in the wall, and I'm looking in now, and I see the famous uh, the tables with the famous uh, fondue, the fire roasted fondue. Uh, at each table, they before they serve you your dinner, it's an appetizer. You, know, you get the so that's sort of a thing that they do. And I, I'm flipping, and then I feel a little, a little pulse. Yep. It's behind the bar. It's behind the bar. Yep. So I take out, I take out the shotgun, and right above the bar where all the liquor bottles are, I just boom, 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 right across. The systemic murder of alcohol and watch the glass uh -huh. rain down behind the the bar over there. As you do so, glass and alcohol and fire rains down. The fire suppression system, it doesn't kick in for some reason. Maybe there's too many of you here. Maybe there's too much going on in Nocturne. Those things do happen. But glass and alcohol shatters 
It sprays out across the entire length of the 30-foot bar. Hardwood, live edge, glorious bar. It's bathed in fire and alcohol, and clear blue flames rise up. As you empty out that drum, it drops to your feet, a loud clunk. And from those remnants of the bar, rising amidst the flames and the glass, is a being 10 feet tall, wreathed in flames, crowned with shattered glass. Its deep blue eyes sear across you, and you know it knows you. It knows your title, knows where you belong in the courts, and knows what stones you have trod across. And it knows your allies, your alliances, your oaths, your debts. And as it rises forth, it screams an endless steam whistle, anger. As Pistol Pete dies in an alley, as the various mice responsible for cheese cease breathing, because Pistol Pete was accomplished. He did do what he sought out to do. His anger carried him forth to kill those two, those sacraments of blood, that donation of valuable alcohol, that burning of a traditional spot of alliances and peace gives rise to something eldritch and darker, burns up through the building and vanishes into the night. <laughs>